0: Hi there, and welcome to VoiceOver Experts, your monthly educational podcast helping you bring your voice acting career to the next level with insightful lessons presented by Voices VoiceOver Coaches. This is Rachel Elena, your Voices February Featured Coach. I've been a voice actor for more than 20 years, a voiceover coach for the past eight years, working with people individually, as well as large universities and talent agencies. And I've also worked as the director of the voice acting department for a talent agency. So not only has my voice been heard on thousands of projects for clients, such as Disney, Microsoft, Old Navy, and many, many more, but I've also worked on the business side of things. So I really know what clients want and what they look for when choosing VO talent. I'm very passionate about self-expression and I'm really thankful to be here with you. This month, we are diving into script analysis and how to best prepare for your auditions. What I wanna talk about today is something that I've developed over the years as a coach that really helps to give you foundational skills, whether it's for auditions or for jobs. And there's really two types of foundational skills that we're gonna talk about. A lot of times people wonder why the other guy or gal gets the job every time. In my experience, it's not rainbows and unicorns and all of that good stuff. It's actually skill. This is voice acting, not voice reading. There are some required elements that you need to have, and you may have these things naturally, or you may get them from a coach or a combination of both, but they are both tools and acting skills. I want to help give you some skill now so that you can have more of a plan when looking at your auditions. Okay, so let's start with the two fundamentals that I've developed in my program. They are tools and acting skills. With regards to tools, tools are duplicatable deliverables. They're like a paint by number. So let's say you wanted to be an artist and you came to me as a coach and you were like, okay, I wanna learn how to do some beautiful visual art. I might give you at first a paint by numbers where you can have some ideas of colors that might work together. The same thing exists for voiceover, and you don't have to be a newbie, by the way. Anybody, this will work for. The second issue is acting skills. These are not as easily defined. They don't really fit in a box, but we'll discuss acting skills in just a few minutes here. With regards to tools, we're going to talk about three of the tools. Today, they'll be pitch, rhythm, and dynamics. They're what I call verbal paralinguistics. When we talk about acting skills, We're going to talk about skills that are a little bit different than what you might do on camera. There's no facial expression. There's an expected sound in voiceover. What I can tell you is that when people don't have a strong understanding of their tools, they just might have a good intuition and just have some natural talent, which is totally cool. Their reads might be strong at first, and they may have strong auditions. They may be hired, but not rehired because they're unable to execute changes from a director or a client their reads might sound the same and there might not be enough diversity for client brands. On the flip side, when people don't have strong acting skills, sometimes what I find is if there's no acting experience, the reads are flat and boring. They may not be relatable. The talent may be unable to bring the read to life. If they're an experienced actor, the emotions may be too big for voiceover. They may be choppy or putting emphasis in the wrong place. So the fundamental tools of tools and acting skills will help you to really grow yourself in commercials, e-learning, industrials, animation, audiobooks, and more. It doesn't really matter the style. So let's start with our tools. They are pitch, rhythm, and dynamics. First, we're gonna answer the questions about pitch. What is pitch? Why is pitch important? And how to use pitch? Pitch is basically the highness or lowness of the tone of your voice. For example, this is a high pitch. The register's up high, and this is a low pitch the register is down low. Why is pitch important? Well, in voice acting, we want what I call an intentional change every three to five seconds. We wanna keep scripts interesting and we wanna create emphasis. I wanna give you an example of how to use pitch. I'm gonna read this script two ways. The first is going to be with as little pitch as I can put in it. And the second is going to have some pitch use in it. Take a listen to the difference. Here's read one. Hardware pros has got it all. We now cater to businesses and independent professionals. Registered customers receive special alerts and discounts on everything from hardware and supplies to pro-grade power tools. Visit hardwarepros.com today. Now let me read it adding some pitch. And I'm going to pick some things that I think matter in this script. For example, businesses and independent professionals. And maybe let's go with receive special alerts and discounts and plus the client name. Take a listen to what happens once I add some pitch. Hardware Pros has got it all. We now cater to businesses and independent professionals. Registered customers receive special alerts and discounts on everything from hardware and supplies to pro-grade power tools. Visit hardwarepros.com today. So you can hear there, the use of pitch is really helpful. Okay, let's go to tool number two, rhythm. There's a technique that I've developed that I call the smooth staccato technique. This is all about the internal rhythm of your script. We're going to answer the questions. What is the smooth technique? What is the staccato technique? When should we use them? And how to use the smooth staccato technique? Well, similar to pitch, intentional change is important and rhythm can be used to keep things interesting. So what is the smooth technique? We draw out a word or a group of words. We lengthen our vowels. There's a smoothness of sounds and syllables, words and phrases that are joined together. What is the staccato technique? It's short and rhythmic. You take a small rest at the end of each word and words are detached or separated. When should we use the smooth staccato technique? Whenever we want to create imagery, drive home a point, add rhythmic diversity, or maybe break up run on sentences. Here's an example from an audiobook. I'm first going to read it without a lot of diversity in our rhythm. Then I'm going to add some smooth staccato. Read one. He was riding on an ocean wave when the boat rocked suddenly. He was using a sharp clean knife to open the package from Tony. It was a stormy afternoon. Winds were fierce. Gustave was still tired from the night before. Now, let's add some smooth staccato. I'm going to look at this and I'm going to say, okay, maybe ocean wave is smooth, but boat rock suddenly is staccato. Maybe a sharp clean knife might be staccato. Maybe a stormy afternoon might be staccato. But being still tired from the night before might be smooth. Let me add those rhythmic elements to the script. Take a listen. He was riding on an ocean wave when the boat rocked suddenly. He was using a sharp, clean knife to open the package from Tony. It was a stormy afternoon. Winds were fierce. Gustave was still tired from the night before. So do you hear how that adds a little bit of diversity? Finally, let's talk about the third tool, dynamics. We're gonna answer, what are dynamics in voiceovers? Why do we use dynamics? And how to use dynamics? What are dynamics in voiceover? In music, dynamics would be considered the loudness or softness. But in voiceover, it's less about volume and more about intensity. Why do we use dynamics? Natural speech is not one-dimensional, and we wanna mimic that. Intensity engages the audience, Less intensity draws the listener in. It also adds depth and variation. How to use dynamics? Move away from your mic when you have a stronger tone. Move closer to the mic with a softer tone. And do not maintain the same thing throughout the entire script. Mix it up. Here's an example of using dynamics in a 15-second TV spot. This first take isn't going to have very many dynamics in it. What do you want in a family sharing plan? How about a lot of data? Like four lines with unlimited talk and text and 10 gigabytes of high-speed data. Yep, we thought so. That's why, for a limited time, get four lines and 10 gigabytes of high-speed data for just 100 bucks a month. Now, let's do another take adding some dynamics. I'm going to pick some spots like maybe family sharing plan or a lot of data. Maybe, yep, we thought so, and maybe the 100 bucks a month. And add some dynamics to draw my listener in and also have some strength in different spots so that it's interesting dynamically. Take a listen. What do you want in a family sharing plan? How about a lot of data, like four lines with unlimited talk and text and 10 gigabytes of high-speed data? Yep, we thought so. That's why, for a limited time, get four lines and 10 gigabytes of high-speed data for just 100 bucks a month. So keeping things interesting, using dynamics, can really make your scripts and auditions pop. Now let's go to the second item on our list, acting skills. Acting skills are a little harder to define, but let's give it a try. We're gonna answer the questions. Why do acting skills matter? How to develop acting skills? And how to apply acting skills? Why do acting skills matter? Well, as a voice actor, our job is to connect with one person who's having an auditory experience. Acting skills can help us do that. It's entertainment. That's part of our job. The brand or script or director has an idea, a style, or a story, and it is your job to portray it in the way that they want you to do so. How to develop acting skills? Improv acting classes can be really helpful. They force you to handle diverse experiences quickly as an actor. Working with an acting coach or a voice acting coach can really help. How to apply acting skills? Always, when you get a script, the very first thing you should do is think about who you're talking to. Ask yourself, who are you in relationship to them? Ask yourself, of course, how do you want your listener to feel? And finally, what is your role in this story? Let me give you an example of how to apply acting skills in this web promo. You'll notice in the script, it could be read just as a simple script or it can be read as if maybe, as an actress, I can pretend I went to this school. I'll read it first just as a simple script, and then the second time I'll read it, I'll pretend that I went to that school. It's not what it used to be. Career and Technical Institute is so much more. A Career and Technical Institute education is about your style and your plan. What's your personality and what type of education fits you? Are you creative? The career options may surprise you. From executive chef, graphic designer, event planner, a cosmetologist. Okay, now I'm going to read it as if I am a student at that school. I'm going to put myself in the role of a student at that school and share that experience with my listener. It's not what it used to be. Career and Technical Institute is so much more. A Career and Technical Institute education is about your style and your plan. What's your personality and what type of education fits you? Are you creative? The career options may surprise you. From executive chef, graphic designer, event planner, to cosmetologist. So developing your acting skills can really help you relate with your audience and land more auditions. Okay, so let's go back and recap. How do we best prepare for auditions? We use our tools and our acting skills, which makes you a voice actor, not a voice reader, who lands the auditions. I'm Rachel Elena. You can find me at www.rachelelena.com or email me at rachel at bigbytestudio.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L at big, B-I-G, byte, B-I-T-E, studio.com. Or visit my YouTube page. Subscribe to VoiceOver Experts for free wherever you listen to podcasts and grow your career today. Thanks for listening.